At the moment of my arrival on the scene, the king was talking, and the two strange figures opposite him were listening, or at least so their attitudes suggested. All up and down the visible stretch of seacoast, other human onlookers besides myself had appeared, and were still appearing. These made up a representative assortment of Minos's subjects, from naked fisher-boys to bewigged matrons. Singly, and in small groups, these folk appeared and began to approach the place of confrontation. Always they would stop before coming too near, struck by the strangeness of what they beheld. Then sometimes they moved again, in silence, creeping yet a little closer, their curiosity proving stronger than their fear. All these other people must think, I said to myself, that we are beholding a visitation of a god, the gift of Poseidon, the answer to our monarch's patient prayers, the white bull from the sea. But in my own mind I was not at all sure. For whatever reason, I simply did not know what to think. I had long been skeptical of gods, but at the moment I had before me a sight most skeptics would have accepted as persuasive evidence. Where did they come from? I whispered to someone's slack-jawed slave who had come to stand beside me, goggling at the spectacle. There was a small boat, the man responded, whispering also. He made a gesture that expressed confusion. A strange-looking boat. It brought them, the bull god and the bronze man, to the beach. But then the boat went out again with no one in it, and now it's gone. I saw it sink beneath the waves. Brought them to the beach? From where? But the slave had already moved away from me, and I had no answer. Again I focused my attention on what the king was doing. At the moment Minos was speaking to his peculiar visitors and the world in general, pronouncing reverent generalities about the gods in general, and Poseidon, lord of the sea in particular. To me it sounded as if the king never doubted that in his strange visitors he was addressing some kind of god, or gods, but was at a loss to know their identities or how to deal with them. One thing the king would never lose sight of, I was sure, was that he was a king now performing in front of his subjects, who must never be left in the least doubt of his right to rule. Minos was saying loudly, "'O bull!' It seems, then, that you have come to me from Poseidon himself. He has sent you to me in answer to my long-repeated prayers. But I have not come as a sacrifice, King Minos. The bull creature's voice, which I heard now for the first time, was appropriately deep. It was nothing at all like the lowing of cattle.